everyone, it's me, the DM, just checking in before we get going. This is the audio from our live show, our first ever live show, which we recorded in our hometown of Perth just last weekend. It was so much fun and went way better than we even hoped, so an enormous thanks to everyone who either came out or tuned into the live stream. I just wanted to flag that because this is live audio, the audio quality is not quite as good as usual, so we apologize for that, but we'll be back with a regular in-studio episode in two weeks. If you feel like you're missing out on some of the jokes where we reference what's happening on stage, never fear, you can go check out the video which we live-streamed, it's still available on our Facebook page at Curio Network. I won't take up any more of your time, thanks again to everyone who came out, I really hope you enjoyed the show. See you guys in the mid-roll. This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world. A world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and ale. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners, trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. This is a really fucking weird thing to do. How are you all feeling out there? Pretty good? Wonderful. Shit. Well, here we are. Um, I've got bad news, everybody. Jackson still in Sydney. Missed his plane. So we're going to have to figure something out. We'll probably Skype him in or something. Uh, Don't you know I've always been <laughs> Yeah, that was a prank, guys. We pranked you all good. Jackson's there at the back. You probably saw him when you came in. Come on down, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, it's good that you all... Yeah, that's important. Hey, it's Jackson. He's back in Perth. Shit. All right. Uh, these are all recording, so that's good news. Uh, wonderful. Well, can I get, like, a show of by yelling or something, who has ever heard our podcast before? Yeah! Okay. Who has ever played Dungeons & Dragons before, if you haven't heard the show, or if you have? Yeah. Okay, all right. Who has no idea what the fuck is about to happen, and is just here because somebody brought them, or because they're one of our friends or something? Okay, cool. Very cool, very cool, very cool indeed. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, this is How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast for the Curio Network. Uh, We're going to do a podcast now, and you're all going to listen to it. And there's very little you can do about it uh, at this point, because you're already here. So, uh, without further ado, I'll let these guys introduce themselves and the characters they're playing. I'm Ben. I'm a a dungeon master of sorts. That's kind of my side (laughs) career. And uh, we're going to play a game. So, who are you all? And tell us about who you are and who you play. Yes, I'm Grace. Um, I'm playing Druzzy. Drazilia is oh. my name. Hello! <laughs> New friend, welcome. <laughs> um, I'm the sorcerer of the party, and I have come somewhat in garb. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone's worn something. If anyone can... listens, this is in the podcast, but fucking weird in this setting. So yeah, no, come and take good. it off. Uh, so I am Jackson Usted. I play Jody Mastana, a monk, um, who is, uh, I guess, of Spanish descent within Carthus. <laughs> it's a very true um, to life performance of Jackson here. Yeah, Hello, true. come on in, take a seat. Um, Welcome. Which I, I like to say that explains the current get up because it's very much Jody, but it's also just very much me. It's, it's true. Excuse, Jackson right? doesn't work very hard on this podcast. No. <laughs> it's a real laid back vibe. Yeah, sure. wonderful. And oh, who have we got no. in bullshit armor over here? <laughs> I'm uh, Thomas Owen, and I play Dun Khan, the uh, dwarven fighter. 
who sounds just kind of slightly more Australian than me. Yeah, it's true. So the accent work is an integral component of this program, as you'll hopefully learn. Uh, all right, shall we? Shall we dip right in? Shall I set a scene oh, no. for you guys? Oh. I left my dice. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus! Hey, it wouldn't be the show if Grace. No, if Grace didn't dice. show up missing a character sheet or her dice. Yeah, there we go. Alright, Everyone else got their dice? Everyone else missing anything integral to play the fucking game? Everything's cool? Alright, good. Should we have does anyone need like a little uh quick explainer maybe of the Oh, I'll give you a little the mechanics brief, of the brief game. world overview. Hopefully the mechanics of the game will become clear. We don't take the rules too seriously, so we'll just uh, we'll, we'll play and see what happens. And that's yeah. why my brother doesn't listen. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that is true. He's so. too nerdy for a show that won't take the rules seriously. Yeah, literally too nerdy for our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. <laughs> Incredible. Didn't know that was a group of people. But if you tuned into the live feed, you piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> There's a live feed. Yeah, Jesus. Why did you is that why you convinced us to do the, like, the live show? Show tea so you can yeah. like attack your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah, are yeah, the yeah, kind yeah, of things yeah. I usually edit out when like, <laughs> he goes on weird tangents where he attacks his brother for like eight and a half minutes. Yeah, so that's the other fun thing that you have to know is we've got no net tonight, just you lovely people, to catch us hopefully if we fall. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. What kind of but no net is also like. Uh, like a yeah, nothing but net. Yeah, yeah. that's the opposite of that. Oh, damn! <laughs> it's like we're playing volleyball and not I volleyball. Spend less time rolling dice and more time shooting hoops. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Usually we do like <laughs> when we record the show and then we go to the basketball court I have in my backyard and we do like a little two v two kind of things to sort of hone our skills and tease missed the last few sessions. Yeah. So. It's really just been great tonight because Jackson lives in Sydney. It's been pretty good. <laughs> I've been dunking on her extremely hard. <laughs> uh, cool. So this show is a fantasy thing. It takes place in a world called Carthus and they play these characters. We're not going to do like the canonical adventure tonight because some people haven't heard it and whatnot and it's just going to be a little fun outside regular canon thing. These guys don't know what's happening. So uh, we're just going to we're gonna roll it. Think of it like a, like a, like a, I was just saying to Tom, there's a bit of lethality here because it's like one of those Halloween specials on Buffy but like everybody dies, but then they're back in the next episode. So I don't know if they're going to die. We're going to find out yet. It's like and a group dream. Yeah, it's a weird hallucination that they all shared at a campfire one night. Sometimes I feel like just doing this podcast is a group dream. <laughs> or a group hallucination. Um, wonderful. Well, here we are. <laughs> We're shedding a tire. That's the first strip of the show. So uh, as things go on, How usually... far are we taking it, though? Yeah, well... No, 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 no. <laughs> Again, edit it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we dip in? Yes, we will. Yes. Wonderful, yes. fantastic. So, uh, I'm going to say we're at a period in time where you, wonderful people, you're all friends, you're all at your current levels with your current equipment, and you're wandering through the Ashwood, that place where we spent so much of the story so far. And uh, you're wandering along on your way from one place to another place outside the timeline we've already established. And all of a sudden, Jackson... Or should I say Jody? With your keen monk-like ears, you hear something through the trees. And it sounds a little bit musical. And but it's just sort of vague. It's a, it's a whisper of it. Can I ask quickly what sort of vibe is it? Like what kind of music? Uh, you can't probably tell yet. You're just hearing okay. the odd note as the wind carries them closer. But who do you think has the best sense of smell out of you guys, if you had to guess? Probably like Probably. Or anyway. You okay. reckon? I feel like too much head trauma. Okay. <laughs> 
Like, repeated concussions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like surfers, they get dumped a whole bunch, yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. smell anymore. Yeah. More just like melee, just door, door, yeah, yeah. door, okay. done. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess. It's Jody, probably an insight thing. Just like right? a sensorial yeah. experience. Okay, a sensorial so experience. I, I would say the sensorial experience that comes to your olfactory nerves uh, a few steps further on is the smell of wonderful spiced meats and uh, delicious. Jody is just running. <laughs> yeah, do you think he's still running? Again, says nothing to his friends, just just straight on the run. No. <laughs> well, fucking weapons out there. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. That's fair enough. So just running through the through the trees. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, after a, a little bit of, of further running, the, the smells intensify, and you begin to discern. Probably all of you begin to discern the music. It's got a very sort of familiar feel if you've ever been to a carnival. Because that's what you're hearing emerging through the woods. You got pipe organs, you got some fun, like, think like, uh, think like maybe like, sort of like Legend of Zelda style, like, you know, like, uh, fucking, anyone know that one that's like, you know, somebody. Yeah, something like that, thank you. Yeah, very good. This is an audience participant of show. Calling on you for music and shit. Wonderful. actually doing the foley for this episode. Yes. We'll come back to you a bit later. So you. You hear that through the trees, and do you proceed at haste? Yeah, I think so. Now that I know there's a carnival. Like... Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well established that Jody has a very strong love of carnivals. That's yeah, episode... I'd say that's been... Oh, we did a whole episode about it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. nothing but carnival talk. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you proceed along through the trees, and it's not long before you can see some flashing lights, music gets louder, smells intensify, and your bellies probably start rumbling. So you've been on the road for a while, and the idea of a hot meal... It's very appealing at this point in your lives. Uh, when you come across a clearing where you can see any number of tents, uh, little stalls, market stalls, people with open fires cooking food, there's performers rolling around, there's a band playing, and at the center of it all is a giant big top tent. It's red and white, and emblazoned across it in gold letters is Felicia's Fantastical Festival. And as you step foot in the clearing, you see a small gnome woman standing on a soapbox expounding to any and all. Uh, and there are, of course, a number of other patrons already hanging out in this festival, running around between different stalls, doing all kinds of fun shit. And you hear... The <laughs> yeah, that, that's usually where I, I do some voiceover. Uh, <laughs> and then... <laughs> You, you hear this little gnome from atop the box proclaim loudly, Welcome to Felicia's Fantastical Festival! Step right up! The game is played as follows. If you wish to enter the winner's tent, you require two winning tokens. Participate in any of our games and you'll know treasures beyond your wildest dreams. And uh, she's just saying this loudly. There's people running in, people from nearby towns. You can see people playing these games. What do you think you guys are all doing? Is the big top the winner's tent? Or is it is. Just... The ah. big top is the winner's tent. That's also written underneath... The uh, underneath the big banner, it's on Hast the hastily scrolled. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. A lot of people got confused. People were just going in there and they're like, Shit. "All right, winner's tent." Yes, very good. So, what do you think you guys are all doing? I think Duncan probably turns to the R two and kind of says, "What do you reckon, guys? Should we check out these treasures?" I feel like, um, but I, oh, but I do an accent, by the way. <laughs> he does a whole Spanish thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah um, I feel like yeah, Jerry probably responds. I feel like uh, we sort of seem to be doing a very much. Um, Maybe end of the world type scenario normally, but maybe a day off to, to carnival would be fun. <laughs> Good change of pace. I don't, maybe just like a quick meal and get out. Uh, this carnival vibe is not. Yeah, I don't know, there might be clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should also clarify that you'll never know whether or not Grace is in character because she just phoned it in hard at the yeah. distance. <laughs> <laughs> we all sat okay. down and we were like, all right, character voices, let's Weird figure it not. out. This didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, now she's yes anding me so yeah. well. <laughs> 
leave the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, okay, so as you guys are standing around debating whether or not you're going to do this, you see uh, a little halfling woman run past with sort of a, a retinue of different people behind her. There's like a dragonborn man, and there's this human woman, and they're sort of running around, and you can see that they've got like their wallets basically in their hands, and the little halfling woman is like, we're going to get those treasures! We're going to get them before anybody else! And then she sees the three of you standing there, and is like, uh, don't even try it! We're going to get there first! And then they sort of split up and run off to, to different stalls. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> um, so, what stalls? Like, can we see? Yes. Are they kind of closed off, or we can see roughly oh, what is at the stall? I'm so glad you asked, Tom. <laughs> I've prepared a list. Uh, of course, there's a number of food stations. You can see your way to uh, a, a ham, a pea and ham soup distributor. Uh, someone is, of course, selling baked potatoes, a mainstay of this universe. And <laughs> where, would we, where would we be without pie floats? Yes, yes. any imaginable food you could you could quickly find, but. Assuming you're more interested in the games, the games that distribute these wonderful chits you've heard about that might allow you to enter the winner's tent. I was just saying, we're more interested in the games. <laughs> Go to the games. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> available games include uh, a very sort of classic carnival game you've probably all played where it's like you've you got to like throw something at something else to knock them down. But in this case, the things you're throwing are little daggers and the targets are little like pictures of Felicia, who I should clarify is oh, like God. this little no. <laughs> No woman wearing like an impeccably tailored suit with like the tails and a top hat and holding a little ringmaster's cane. So the greatest showman of this carnival yeah. that we met at the start yeah. also makes herself the target. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit of fun, you know. It's just like everyone knows it's just a game. So that's that's game one. Uh, game two. Uh, do, 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 do. There's a game. Okay, so there's this large half-orc woman standing on top of like a stone plinth, surrounded by a moat of weird goopy ooze. And uh, you, there's you, always goopy yeah. ooze. It's <laughs> another mainstay of the podcast. <laughs> a strange goo fascination. Um, it's a mainstay of you, Benjamin. Don't put this on the podcast. <laughs> yes, that's that's true. It's like a test of strength. She's standing there, and as you sort of glance in her direction, you see this woman standing there. Flexing, and she yells, "I'm Crom! You can push Crom off the plinth. You get a chit." And that's, 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 wait, let me let me just clarify. Because do you say a chit? Yeah, like a, the little winners' tokens. Sometimes they call them chits. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so not, like a, not like a chip. Thomas, no, no, no. Thomas, this is a fantasy world. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Thomas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's that's another another option for you. Uh, beyond that, okay. There's uh, you can see a little sort of like um, trapeze slash sort of high ropes section where there's like one platform that you start on. There's a big trapeze. There's a ring suspended in the middle of it, and there's another platform to land on the other side. And you see a number of limber looking uh, individuals of, of, of different persuasions, all sort of standing around, like, taking off their restrictive armor and sort of limbering up to, to take on that test. I don't even have restrictive armor on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's also uh, a little, just like, um, just like, just little, like, you know, space that you can go, like, try different art in. It's a little stand-up comedy tent slash, like, um, music performance space. So there's, like, a panel of judges that are awaiting, and they decide whether your performance, whatever it may be, is good enough. What do they look like? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked, Tom. Uh, <laughs> 
running the panel of judges is an incredibly uh, foppish. Why did you prep this? <laughs> I just knew you guys were going to try and fuck me up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's an incredibly foppish half elf woman named Helena, and she heads this panel of very weird looking judges. They're all basically wearing like really well tailored garb, much like Felicia herself. And you can see that some of them have monocles and some of them have opera glasses, even though it's not very far from, from where they're sitting to the stage. But uh, they seem very elite, but that they do love stand-up comedy. Um, I can see I can see that. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> you know how sometimes you look at someone and you can just tell? Like that person. Yeah, yeah. They're going to do some stand-up comedy. Uh, there are, of course, other like um, game wardens wandering about with bags of these tokens, just making sure nobody's cheating, nobody's trying to get ahead on any things. The remaining games include uh, a, a sort of... Uh, Magical version of a mechanical bull. So there's this dude, this uh, half-elf dude sorcerer standing there, channeling some spell that's making this little wooden leather bull like rock up and down. And if you can stay on the mechanical bull long enough, you can get a chit out of that. Uh, and then, of course, there... Sorry? It's yeah. a half-elf involved. Yeah, that's right. There is, of course... <laughs> What carnival or school fair would be complete without a petting zoo? So there's like this little space that this guy who's standing there, he's uh, another half-orc man. His name is Mordecai. He's, he's standing there sort of like smoking a fantasy cigarette, like looking pretty disinterested. But he's like, yeah, you can come check out these animals if you like. Uh, the goose has the, the little tokens in the bag around his neck, but you got to catch him. And the goose is just like running around being scared by like different animals that are hanging out in this, this fucking animal thing. What's it called? Petting zoo. Uh, there's... Uh, there's like some boars and some sheep, some goats. How some big chickens. are the boars? Are uh, they like, they'll kill your boars? I'd say they're class size medium if we were playing the game Dungeons and Dragons, Tom. <laughs> but, uh. Like the same size as a human being. Yeah, maybe the same size as a little dwarf Duncan boy. And they're all they're all hanging out in this. And they have tusks. Yeah, they got tusks. And it's a petting zoo. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> fantasy petting zoo, Tom, where magic and mirth reign supreme. Yeah. Half orcs uh, need pets too, dude. Like, yeah, I, I guess. Okay, so as as you guys are standing around deciding what you're going to try and do about these different games, uh, you can see that. Did I tell you the name of the little halfling woman who was running around with her retinue? I didn't. But that little halfling woman running around with her retinue who said she was going to beat you is over at the knife-throwing game trying to win a token. Do you guys think you're going to have your, have a try at the games? No, nah, let's go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. We'll be on the feed in half an hour. <laughs> what do you say, guys? Uh, split up and conquer or... Normally, I would not suggest splitting up, but I think... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like... Whoever got hurt at a carnival. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing scary happens no. at a carnival. <laughs> we haven't seen clowns, at least. It's true. Looks safe enough. Let's do it. All right, so do you think... I'm going to start with my good boy, Donkey Khan, over here. Yeah, do you yeah. think any, any of those particular games are of interest to him? Hello, come on in. Take a seat. It's uh, got to be a toss-up between uh, petting entirely safe boars... Mm-hmm. Or just flat out wrestling this half orc lady. Okay. What's her name? Like Chump or Crumb. Crumb. Yeah, I've seen like Victor Crumb, no, I, I, but yeah. like in my notes it's written K R O M. Crom. Crom. Yeah. Mm. That's right. I mean you could roll for it, dude. First roll of the night. Yeah. First roll of the night. <laughs> to decide? We could do like Biggest cheer, where am I going to go? No, that's not... If I didn't... <laughs> this is getting messy real quick. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, if okay. I didn't make it clear, you need two tokens to enter the winner's tent. Oh. And you get one for winning For winning one show. of these challenges, yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. How about how about we keep it classic, we'll get weird with the animals later, <laughs> just straight up wrestling. Yeah. Are we going to like cheer each other on as we go task to task? 
No, it's just. I, I mean, probably we will cheer you, Thomas Owen, on our friend. In the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think our character is probably off doing other things. That's really all I needed. Duncan might have to face this challenge as we all enter and exit the world alone. Mm. <laughs> um, but I do want to stress that thinking outside the box is highly encouraged, and if you guys can think of ways to help each other out or maybe hinder each other if you're that way inclined, <laughs> feel free to, 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 to give me... Yeah, I, just, I fireball Jody. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, um, Magic lady. Yeah, Jazilia yeah, is definitely hightailing it to the, the dagger lady. Yeah, I thought she yeah, might yeah, be. I was yes. waiting for that. I was yeah. waiting to jump yeah, on the daggers. Yeah, Jazzy loves daggers. She's never successfully thrown one, so let's find out if today's the day. But she's very yeah, into it. Shall we, yeah. shall we start with that then? Yeah, okay, okay, wonderful. Okay, so so uh, Drasilia, you walk over to this little stall. It's a, it's a sort of rough-hewn wooden stall. And there is a sketchy-looking dude standing there uh, who he's kind of like looking at you as you walk over, but he's sort of got a, a sort of almost vacant expression on his face. And as you walk up, he just like slides a dagger across the counter towards you and is like, you are playing the game? <laughs> yep. Give it a go. Do you want any money or? Yeah. It's all free at the carnival, baby. <laughs> Man, who is this cool guy? <laughs> Can we take him with us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, this guy's a regular now. Yeah, yeah fuck. Kill yeah. Garrick off it's and get this guy on the regular. <laughs> I had to find voices for all these people on the fly. <laughs> I deliberately didn't prep any voices for these characters. I usually have to do several a show. So we'll see how the rest of them sound. <laughs> well, yeah, Drozzy sort of picks up the dagger, but trying to do it in as cool a way as possible. Right, 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 cool. So can I get, not for the throw, but just like a performance check to see how cool yeah, yeah, you yeah, look? Yeah, yeah, Okay, so this is, if you've never played Dungeons & Dragons, Grace is now going to roll a 20-sided dice and add the relevant modifier. Deciding how well she does at this task. She's, so, she's... different characters are skilled at different proficiencies. Druzzy's very charismatic. She's a sorcerer, so she should yeah. be good at this. So, that is a 23. Oh, boy! Okay, <laughs> fuck. All right, that's one of the best rolls you can have. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to say this dagger, like, the hilt of it is, like, hanging off the table, and Druzzy, like, flicks it up in the air <laughs> with one hand and then catches it and, like, spins it around her finger and then, like, drops it into her palm, looking super cool, like, kind of like a Robocop thing, like, where he, like, spins his gun around. It's like... Yeah. It's always back to SI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, TJ Laser. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so, there you go. You've got the dagger in hand. Are you going you gonna to throw it at these targets. I'm going to say you've got a little pyramid of tiny little like wooden carved and there's like a row, there's like six of them and then uh, how many go in bowling? Ten. Is it like ten? ten. <laughs> there's, there's that many but they're standing. It, are they worth different amount of points? No, no, no. It's, it's however many you get knocked down. Uh, you need one dagger? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they're, they're standing in a treacherous pyramid. Oh, uh, okay. So if you get more than five knocked off you get the chip. So go ahead and, and give me... Okay, I guess I go like Middle bottom. Yeah, okay. Do you have any kind of magic you'd like to use to help yourself out here, Grace? Um, or do any of you guys have anything you can do to help nah, out? No, you know what? Trezzy really trusts her dagger throwing. Can you cast and, uh, bless? Is that a thing? For no oh, reason. Oh, God. Okay. No, 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 you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By all means. She doesn't want your guidance, okay? <laughs> okay. A pure dexterity check, plus your proficiency. I think you're proficient with daggers. Are you? You are. It's written on the thing. Yeah. Yes. That's canon. I am. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> plus proficiency plus dex. How did you do? 11. Okay, 11. Uh, I'm going to say you aim at middle bottom and you like pull it like up and to the left a bit and you knock off like the top one and like the next two, but none of the ones in it. You only knock three off with your 11. Okay. 
And uh, Albury, the sketchy dude who runs this thing, is like, mm, bad luck. <laughs> First throw is three. Free. Second throw is five gold pieces. He wants you to pony up for your next attempt. All right. I push five gold pieces. Like one by one? Yes. <laughs> so she's counting them out of the purse. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. And that charisma check still applies, right? So it's really cool. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to say, like, he thinks you're a cool customer like him. So Albury just, like, opens his shirt pocket because he saw you do the thing and you just, like, flip them one by one. <laughs> Demonstrating significantly more dexterity than you just did in your throat. But you can go ahead and take another attempt. Mark five gold. I'm keeping track okay. of this. Okay. Oh, so it's non-canon apart from our personal wealth. Yeah. <laughs> and if you win anything... So I have 869 oh, really? gold now. Thank you, Ben. Um, okay, Give so... me another dex check. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. This time, I will use magic, and I cast Cloud of Decades. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I guess the little... So Carter Daggers is a spell Brasilia has where she makes a big fucking storm of daggers appear on a space and then everything inside it has to take a dexterity check. So I guess these little wooden tokens are going to take their dexterity saving throw now. Oh, they failed! So you knock, you knock over the whole fucking thing with a bunch of magical daggers. And I think Albury is like, you know, that's technically not within the rules, but... That was some cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he reaches into another pocket that he has, and he pulls out a little uh, blue and gold token uh, and slides it across the counter to you. We have our first yeah. winner's token. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking give it up for Justin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do these next ones much faster. Duncan, <laughs> uh, let's have you wrestling Crom. I'm trying uh, to think if there's anything clever I can do about this. I just... Oh, oh! I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and intimidate her on the way in. That's oh yeah, to give yourself. Um, a, okay, yeah, cool. Make um, go on. But because Duncan, ex-military, big old strategist, he doesn't refuse the aid of his friends, and uh, Duncan's gonna hit up Jody and be like, "Hey, Jody, can you do that magical guidance thing you do?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Jody just like touches him on the shoulder and is is glad to be able to actually help out the teammate and not have his. Limited magical abilities thrown away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you get plus four on any skill check. I can use that whenever for a little while. How does it? It's like within a minute. Is oh, it, but can... the rules really. Is it plus four? Or plus <laughs> make sure because it, yeah, let's uh, check this. Seconds on the clock. Like, yeah. Oh, Everybody who's going to read the rule book now and just sit there and be cool about it. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, take that, brother. Is it, um, is it plus four or plus one d four? I think it's one d four. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, sounds right. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Okay, so uh, imagine like a moat of uh, goopy ooze, and then there's a little sort of bridge across it up to this wide stone plinth that Krom is standing on, just fucking flexing so hard. Like, just like while she sees you approaching, she's just like, mm, You're gonna try and fight Krom! And she's up there, and she's just grandstanding for everyone who's passing by. So go, go ahead, are you gonna try and intimidate her on your way over? Uh, I am, I am. Uh, assuming that. It's still going to be like athletics as a skill check when I'm facing her. I'm going to save the guidance for that, and I'm just going to YOLO this intimidation. All right, very cool, very cool. So what does this look like? What does this so, intimidation deck look like? Um, basically, I'm walking up. Uh, I reckon maybe I take off my like chest plate as I approach, because oh. I'm in full plate armor, just decked out <laughs> way more than that. Have you ever seen um, Game of Thrones? It's like that, but different. <laughs> yeah, the mountain, but tiny and not a dick. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna walk up, take off the chest plate, like I'm getting ready for a bit of like a wrestle kind of scenario, uh-huh. which is what this clearly yeah, is. Yeah, it's what it is. And I'm gonna uh, Duncan's gonna growl something like, "I killed a hundred half orcs like you in the war." Oh Jesus! Okay. <laughs> and I rolled a fifteen. 
My intimidation is plus three, so that's 18. Oh, that's pretty good. And Krom's wisdom check is only a 14. So Krom is a little spooked at this racially motivated intimidation <laughs> that you've decided to go with this. Jordan Khan's not a dick. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that would make the cut in a regular episode. <laughs> but here we are, live. I guess you'll find out if you check the feed afterwards. Yeah. Uh, live comedy. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. So, uh, Dookie Khan, you, you walk up this little uh, ladder, and now you're standing atop this stone plinth. And Krom uh, is just like a little shaken. But then one of the judges down the side is like, Okay, so um, I'm going to ring this bell, and then first one to push the other off wins. He pulls a little bell out of his pocket, and rings it delicately, and Krom drops into a little wrestling stance and charges across the plinth at you. Can I get you to make an athletics check for me? Contested. 14 plus you, 6. You've got advantage, because you intimidate. Oh, fuck yeah. And you have... Roll with a 14 plus my 6 is 20. Okay, that is better than 12. So I'm going to say there's a strong tussle here for a moment. And then Duncan gets one of his feet wedged behind Krom's ankle and pushes her over. And she falls into a big pile of goopy ooze. And uh, then she, she sits up in the ooze. She says, Ordinarily I congratulate my competitors, but I don't agree with your views about race. <laughs> you, you walk back down and uh, the, the man who is standing there officiating hands you a blue and gold token. We've got our second winner's token, everybody. Uh, we're, we're, we're approaching... I think probably like Asdun Khan like, peels away. Saying, I'm, I'm sorry, it was just tactical manoeuvres. I, I don't actually have any particular opinion on how <laughs> Now, I think you guys probably all see from across the courtyard uh, this little halfling woman whose name you don't know and her retinue uh, all kind of yell out at you and she's like ha losers we've already all got our first token one more and we're in the tent see you there maybe <laughs> and then uh, yeah she, she, she fucks off and uh, now we're getting around to Jody Jody which of these games grabbed your attention I mean, I don't know, I think maybe the trapeze. Yeah, I'd say that's probably <laughs> up to the alley. Yes, yeah. yes, wonderful. So uh, head over to the trapeze. I said, like, you're probably, as you're approaching, you're seeing a number of people, all different types of people, try this thing. It's like you stand on the one platform that's raised up off the ground, you grab the thing, you swing, you try and dive through a little hoop and uh, land delicately on a platform on the other side. And you see a number of people fuck this up. You see a number of people go for the swing, they sort of bounce off this wooden <laughs> ring, or they don't make it. Some of them clear it, but then miss the platform. They haven't seen anybody make it yet. Now it's Jody's turn. And he's walking up there. So how far... What's the distance between like the hoop and the two platforms? Whew. Uh, this is another fun thing about Dungeons & Dragons because it's written in America. All the measurements are imperial. So, <laughs> little mental maths for me. Uh, I'm going to say it's, it's probably like a good 10 feet between the first platform and the ring, which you get a good swing on, and then it's probably like a good 10 or 15 from the ring to the other platform. Interesting. I think what Jody is going to do is attempt... So he's going to uh, use a key point... Um, so he can, like, uh, dash, essentially, which doubles his jumping distance. Mm-hmm. And so how many feet total do you think is from one platform to the other? Uh, I think I said 25. Yeah, he's made 30 before. <laughs> yeah, he has made a 30-foot jump before. That has happened. But this is acrobatic, in addition to athletic. Yeah, yeah cool. Know? I think what Joe's going to try and do is jump, grab the hoop, and then, like, flip off it, and then just, like, keep going, essentially. Oh, so not actually go through the hoop? No, it's in, like, like, jump and, like, use that to sort of spin through. You have to go through the hoop. You could try and grab the top of the hoop and pull yourself through it that way. 
Well, I mean, I guess I, if I have to go through it, I guess I'll go through it, you know? You can't go over it. Um, can't go over it. Yeah. You can't but, go under it. <laughs> but I'm going to try and dash while I do it, essentially. Okay, so. okay. Okay, cool. So I'll, I'll say you can have advantage on this acrobatics checks. You're spending your key point. Monks have this resource if you're interested in the game of Dungeons & Dragons where they can do cool shit if they spend this special internal key energy that they have, which Jody has in spades. Yeah. So go ahead and give me an acrobatics check with advantage as you try and okay. propel yourself through this hoop onto the other platform. Okay, well, the first one's a 17, so that'll be hard to be. Uh, that's one, five, like 17. 17 plus 7 is 24. Okay, that is a very good roll. It is also one of the best rolls you can have. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Jody grabs his first trapeze, uh, and, and he just, like, all of a sudden, like, feels like he's got this, and, like, probably, like, smirks at a couple of the other opponents who have uh, failed to make it through this ring, and then proceeds to execute, like, a perfect triple flip, tuck through the hoop, <laughs> and land How do you think he lands? What's his, what's his like, stick the landing posture? I think, uh... Superhero pose, like realistically, like, oh, okay. like, like the ground pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, cool! So he lands like very extremely yeah. cool. Yeah, and then like, and good. then rises, but because he's got low charisma, probably way too slowly. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, it's in, like if it was just like that, people would be like, "Oh, cool!" But he's just too slow, and people sort of lose interest. Like, yeah, cool. Woo! <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so. Yep, Jody sticks the landing, he spends an awkward amount of time rising to his feet again. Uh, so long, in fact, that by the time he's done it, uh, what did I name this arbitrary NPC? Uh, Dexter. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So that's uh, where he went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the end of Dexter, spoilers for Dexter, sorry, but like... <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not going to spoil Dexter for you. It's an okay program, go watch it. Uh, yeah, so that's the guy. In fact, it is just, yeah, it's Dexter from the TV show. <laughs> and he's standing there... And he hands you a little blue and uh, gold token. And there you go, you've all, you've all completed your first round. So we've got, we've got three more challenges, three more people. I want to show you, you guys can go repeat the challenges that the other ones of you did, but, you know, why would you do that? <laughs> so what do, we, what do we have left, Benjamin? You've what got the three? petting zoo, you've got the performance tent, and you've got the mechanical ball. Well, um, what do we think? Well, firstly, congratulations, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. I guess I, I cast bless as I do that. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can um, you do that? Thank you. I can cast bless. It's, yeah. it's a free spell for Jody. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really use it in the podcast much, so you know, I haven't. Um, Stay blessed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have we made that joke before? Does anybody know? Yes, we made it a lot of times. Okay. <laughs> Every time. Not good about okay. somebody. Cool. Um, so, as he, personally, I would think that stand-up comedy. You always have these. Great jokes around the campfire. <laughs> I'd love to see some of that. <laughs> Drazzy is very excited to do stand-up comedy. Grace, less so <laughs> about improving it right now. But yes, we will go do that. Okay, wonderful. So uh, I'm going to say Drazzy wanders on over to this tent. And uh, as you do, you can hear these like discordant melodies coming from within as uh, this, this lady is up on the little stage just butchering a lute like just strumming through fantasy wonderwall and doing like a miserable job of it uh and then the judges quickly boo uh they ring a big fantasy gong and she's ushered out of the tent is that like the gong show yeah dude that was a, the gong show reference for anyone out there who's a big fan of the yeah. gong show niche references dude nice. yeah thanks man uh what do you think jazzy's gonna try on this little stage um, well, I don't have any instruments, so I guess it's going to be my wit. Okay, cool. So try some witticisms. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. So Jazzy gets up on the stage, and there's this, uh, this woman sitting at the, the judge's panel, and she says, Proceed with your performance! 
and then sort of like just coolly regards you from a distance. Probably kind of like this. <laughs> That's very cool. And uh, based based on if you can say something funny right now, uh, I will. <laughs> I will or won't give you advantage on this chair. We actually did trapeze backstage earlier. So. Yeah. <laughs> I made Jackson do cartwheels yeah. all around the green room to make sure. Feels very unfair. Um. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we did it backstage because the racism I was putting <laughs> Yeah, we toned it down six or seven notches. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you know what? You know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say let's go. Let's cut to Duncan while Josilia thinks of a joke. Well, we need to figure out which. Um, Challenge we're doing. I think Duncan probably turns to Joe and he says, "Look, mate, I honestly I could get on a boar or a bull. I don't." <laughs> I was thinking you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Should we? Uh... Maybe if we play the uh, classic uh, oh, medieval classic game of game? rock yes. paper two swords and. Uh... <laughs> I mean, two swords just wins that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Still, like no, but if Tom, it... that was a really good job. <laughs> Beat that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like half an hour ago, you were just kind of like, "Are we going to support each other?" Really? <laughs> what we're doing. Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, winner plays the ball. Is that the win? Yeah. <laughs> if you just want the ball, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just play, so it's not too obvious. Yeah. Um, so is that rock paper swords? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rock paper swords, but in character. Okay. Okay. So swords what? is like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> swords. Swords. Thanks, dude. I don't, yeah. No rock, rock paper yeah. swords. Rock paper two swords. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say swords. Okay. okay. Rock, rock paper, paper swords. Oh, looks like I guess I get the ball. All right, cool. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, Duncan wanders over to Mordecai's little petting zoo, and uh, you can see there's a little oh, goose. It's, it's the other half orc one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Duncan sees another half orc man uh, who, as you walk over, is like, "Crom told me what you said." He's <laughs> 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 like. Uh, ten gold pieces to try the betting. Wonderful. So uh, as you as you hand over these ten gold pieces, you can see a little goose running around the petting zoo. It's got a, a sort of little pouch on its neck, uh, and it's just like fucking going crazy. You ever heard of a goose chase, mate? That's what you're about to engage hey. in. But making things complex is the large number of semi-aggravated boars and sheep and goats. So how do you think Dudkan is approaching this? This is important. How are you getting to the goose? Are there rules posted anywhere? You just got to get that goose. You can't kill any of the animals. <laughs> That's um, oh. I'm going to intimidate them. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, when all you have is a hammer. <laughs> uh, so I walk into the petting zoo and Duncan probably growls something like, I killed a hundred balls like you in the war. I'm going to say you have disadvantage on this check because they're animals. <laughs> Go ahead and give it a try. If your threat is based on the fact that you killed other boars and not the fact that you're a dude with a sword, then go ahead and try. Look, I dumped in. Yeah. <laughs> Intelligence for... Yeah. Oh, no. 
So I did roll a 19, which yep. would have been glorious. But because of the disadvantage, I have to take the one. Wonderful. Critical fail. Uh, I'm going to say you, like, step over to the, the, the petting zoo and you try and, like, shake your fist like some kind of weird old man at these animals. Uh, but you, like, step in, like, some pig poo and you, like, slip over as you're doing it. So it's very, very unintimidating and very funny. Like, you guys watching from the sides, it's, like, very funny. And then you're um, gored to death by a boar, and that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and are we all laughing at him because we're not supporting each other anymore? <laughs> 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 all right, DK, are you charging in there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just got to chase this goose. Cool. All right, I'm gonna say based on that, just give me an athletics check. No advantage. You're gonna try and dodge boars and, and wrestle this goose. Okay, athletics. Here we go. You've got your bless if you um, want to. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> oh. I mean, I got a four, which yeah, is the highest I could get on them. In a is that, that, that one? one? It's one. Okay, Jesus. All right, fuck. Okay, I'm going to say you charge in there. Uh, you, like, immediately just get knocked over by a boar, and you take five bludgeoning damage. Oh, um, no. You've affected my hit point maximum. Yes. So now I'm on 64 hit points. Instead, instead of, of the sex number. That's true. Okay, so uh, D- Duncan gets knocked over by a boar. He scrambles to his feet, uh, but eventually he manages to wrestle this goose just with one extra fucking boar gore in his side uh, and you wrestle this little goose to the ground and rip one of the tokens out and you stumble out bruised and bloodied and covered in, in pig poo uh, in an ultimately very unconvincing performance Mordecai just looks satisfied he just nods and is like a, hope you enjoyed the petting zoo uh, as you walk away but there you go two tokens for Duncan and at this point you all see uh, fucking the half elf woman and the dragonborn and the human who have been yelling at you the whole time go yeah we've all got two token suckers into the winner's tent for us and they push open the winner's tent and run on inside fuck those guys is yeah. there only one prize is that what she said at the start no it was not made clear to you but she wanted it was the definitely the word treasures plural yes yeah. there are many but she, she wanted to get in there before you so there you go now we are at Jody who's riding this mechanical bull cool uh, did Jody hear the halfling yes right uh, so who's the facilitator of this event there is a burly drow man which is a dark elf uh, wearing a big shady hat uh, and his name is Aloysius and uh, as, as you walk on over he's like hey man you want to ride the bull get on board yeah, oh yeah thank you I think Jody, having heard the, the taunts of this halfling slides on up to Aloysius and just kind of like listen would it be amenable to you for 30 gold could I just have the token Uh, Aloysius glances around he looks around to make sure there's no officiating judges anywhere nearby and he's just like yeah man go around back days back there he's giving the money he'll give you a token everything's gonna be great (laughs) and you walk around the back of the mechanical bull tent uh, and I'm no longer wearing this hat and instead there's another drow man a little drow man named Davey uh, who's there and uh, you give him the gold he gives you the token you walk right away there you go bribery is always an option ladies and gentlemen Uh, mark 30 gold off your sheet please alright Gracie we're back in the tent have you got a joke for us so is it for us or is it for them I'll accept either Okay, yes, I was going to make this joke earlier, but I thought it was in poor taste. (laughs) (laughs) But since you put me into this position, um, yeah, I was just saying before that um, I was doing a bit of research trying to come up with a costume tonight, and as I was searching Fantasy Elf on Google, the only common factor I could see in all the photos was boob window. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real (laughs) fantasy thing. (laughs) 
it's like plus two to AC, so it's like actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Okay, good enough. Let's have advantage. Uh, yes. Wonderful. Let's have advantage on this performance check as, as Druzzy does her stand up. Okay, set. yeah. This is a little live comedy. I stare down the really cool judge. Uh, you've got your bless as well, you can use. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. <sighs> I don't need it. It's 26 without. <laughs> I think it's, you do that it's same... It's 30. It's 30. 30, okay. You do that same boob window bit and it kills. <laughs> like, a panel of judges lose their minds. They're a way better audience than these guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, man. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, like, all, like, in such hysterical tears of laughter they can't even, like, get their shit straight to, like, give you the token properly. So they just, like, throw it up onto the stage and they applaud and you, you, you leave. Two tokens in hand. I'm going to move things along rapidly. Yes, thank you. Give it up for that joke. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys move along to the winner's tent. You step inside, and inside the winner's tent, there's guards who retrieve your tokens from you and usher you towards the center of this large big top, where atop a plinth is a crystal orb. And inside the crystal orb, you can see visions of treasures beyond your wildest imagine. Piles of gold, gems, goblets, magnificent artifacts. The guards essentially are just like, yeah, just uh, go touch the ball. You'll be teleported to the, the prize room. And off we go. I zoned out a little. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ball? It's, it's on a little plinth in the center right. of the tent. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else in the room. Just this ball that teleports you to the prize. Yeah, she started describing like glorious treasures. I yeah. didn't realize one was unique. Imagining. Yeah, yeah I was like, like, oh, please. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Is the other group that we saw. They're gone. Mm. In fact, you can probably see them running around the little treasure room uh, in, the, oh, in the ball. It's like a, it's oh, like a they're in the ball. Yeah, they're yeah. in the little treasure room running around oh, scooping up competition gold trumps, right? Like. Mm. Should we send one person in and they can like wave back if it's okay? Ride together. <laughs> Die together. <laughs> yeah, we touched the orb, I think. Yeah. All right, <laughs> No, 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 right. Jazzy watches you touch it and just, like, pretends she's going to as well, but doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Very fun. Zerkan and Jody disappear. They're sucked into this orb the moment they make uh, contact with it. You then see little versions of Duncan and Jody on the orb turn around and give you big thumbs ups. No, 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 that's what she sees. And, oh. Yeah. So, what, what do you think that does for Jazzy? Is does Jody has Jody found a really good hat as well? Like uh, yeah, yeah. He's holding a really cool anymore. hat and he's like holding it up to the little camera and he's like, "That's." Yeah, I have to touch it. All right, yeah. Jazzy's sucked into the orb also, but finds this to have been an illusion because our party now find themselves all rapidly falling down a very polished stone slide. And at this point, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take five to ten minutes so you can all pee and get a drink, and then we're going to come back for the conclusion of this thrilling narrative. So, <laughs> yes, proceed out. Hey oh, it's me checking in on you again. Things sure are heating up at the carnival, hey? What's gonna happen next? Thanks again to everyone who came out, and as always, to you all right now for listening. 
I'll keep this one short and sharp and just give a quick shout out to DM Doc. That's at I am DM Doc on Twitter for tweeting at us. Go show Doc some love, and if you want us to show you some love, please tweet or Facebook or Reddit or whatever you use about the show. We'll be getting back to the regular canon in the next episode, so if this live thing isn't your thing, don't worry about it, and thanks for listening anyway. As always, ratings and reviews on iTunes or wherever you do listen are extremely helpful and extremely important, so please consider doing that. Okay, I won't take up any more of your time. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the thrilling conclusion of the mystery at the carnival. That's not what it was called, but anyway, enjoy it. I didn't, but these guys sure did. <laughs> and I fixed my armor. Mm. <laughs> did you clean those, dude? Those little tankets? Do they get regularly cleaned? Yeah, they... There's yeah. definitely no, something the pewter, in there. The pewter is a metal... It's self-cleaning, that... right? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, okay. It's like those wood <laughs> boards. You're a scientist, man. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, forgot Does about that. feel a stone investigation check coming up? <laughs> hey, there's a super fan. Hey, nice. Essentially, I was about to shout it, and then I was like, wait, no, he's deliberately trying to rap. This right now. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first time T hasn't just gone on his instincts and fucked me over. So I'm glad you saved it for now. Well done. Yeah. All right, shit. Let's get back. Let's get back into this. So what were we? What, what were we sliding down? Just You're now? sliding through Tom a polished stone tube. Down what does Duncan know about the stones? Go ahead and take your investigation. This is a fun feature that Duncan has. He knows things about stones because he's a dwarf. So and go ahead and do and that. And it's one of the things that we do wrong by the rules. Yeah, okay, so that's this. This is what annoys Tom's brother. Instead of giving him advantage, what is it, plus two on this stone uh, Proficiency. Check, yeah, we give him two rolls and let him take the higher one. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a reason enough not to come. Thank goodness for the advantage, because that one wouldn't have told me nothing about stones. Uh-huh. Do you but throw away that die? Yeah, yeah. It's, done, it's done you a bad job. Um, Eleven, uh, and I don't have any intelligence. Oh, wait, because it's history. I actually get negatives. Do we apply that? That 11 yeah, goes okay. down to 10. Okay, wonderful. With 10, you know it's really fucking smooth and you can't get your hands on it. Uh, <laughs> you're sliding so down good. this tube, trying to grasp... Some purchase, but getting absolutely nowhere. Uh, and then before you know it, you're all sort of falling and landing on a platform. And what would a carnival be without a Gravitron? My favourite carnival ride. So the fucking floor is spinning really, really fast, and you guys are flung out to the walls. Can I get everyone to make dexterity or constitution saving throws for me to tell me oh. how well you do at surviving this? You have five. Good. Eighteen. On con. Okay. Dexterity saving throw? Con or dex? Con or dex. My bad. 17. 17. Okay, cool. So I'm going to say that, like, Jody sort of manages to, like, just sort of run with the platform and make it out (laughs) to the wall where he's now pinned. Duncan stumbles back but doesn't throw up because his con check is really good. Uh, Drasilia does none of those things, falls over and vomits, and (laughs) (laughs) takes... Six bludgeoning damage. So, you're now all pinned to the wall. You're standing in this, like, perfectly cut stone cylinder, pinned to the wall as this room is spinning around you. Uh, And in the centre of the room, not spinning on a central axle, you can see a switch. I want you guys to tell me what you do to try and hit this switch. I will let you know. As time is passing, the floor is slowly lowering away beneath you. So, yeah. You're all going to get a turn at trying to hit this switch with something... And then if you fail, the floor drops another level. So what are we doing? Who's going first? I think first thing, Jody, with his keen vision, looks down and realises that Druzzy is covered in her own vomit. <laughs> That's uh, true. And just like mentally locking that away for when she like, throws a, a mean verbal yeah. uh, barb at him later on. Yeah, when she's um, needlessly mean to her friends. Yeah. I reckon Jody's... Pro- so Jody has run 
is running in time. No, no, no. Now you're trapped on the wall. That was just how you got to the right, wall. Right, cool. So I'm so, on the wall. Yep. Okay. There's a um, switch that you're rotating around in the center. You can try and throw something at it. You can try and fucking hit yeah. it in some way. Jody's going to bring out his his copper rod. Uh-huh. Uh, and then <laughs> plant it. Jody's not just me this time. Yeah, yeah, nice. Jody has a special weapon that he got from this weird magic temple, which is a long fucking bow staff made of polished copper. It does special attacks. I, I'm going to burn another key point on the same feature because it's a good one uh, to get double jumping distance and then I'm going to press the button on my copper rod which has a sort of like concussive blast to launch Jody from the Gravitron towards the centre You're going to try and jump off the wall into the centre to hit the switch. Yes. Okay, I was going to say you would have disadvantage on that but because you used the thing you won't. Uh, it's still going to be a hard check though because you're okay. jumping off this spinning wall to try and lunge up for the centre and grab it. So give me a no advantage or disadvantage uh, Acrobatics. Acrobatics check. Thank All right, you. do it. Yep. <laughs> All right. uh, well, you know, not everyone can be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Jody tries to get off the wall. He gets about 30 centimeters off the wall and then slumps back against it because this is a basically impossible thing he's trying to do. <laughs> so, anyone else got something they want to try here? It's a s- switch or a button? It's like a switch, yeah. It's like what? <laughs> what are you hoping for? Okay. It's a button then. <laughs> it's a button. Yeah, I'm gonna whip a hand at. Yeah, that's fine. Just <laughs> give it a try. Disadvantage on the throw though, because you're spinning around. My uh, my guidance is probably worn off. Eh? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, not really a skill check. Not though. Not to get all oh, the rules. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just in case John is watching. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. He's tuned out by now. <laughs> Nah, he's a lovely Roll the dice! <laughs> <laughs> Audience proxy, Grace Chow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me getting on. <laughs> yeah, mum. How'd you do, buddy? Uh, we're looking at 13 all up. Oh, boy. I'm afraid your hand axe curves wide of the mark and uh, probably narrowly it? misses one of these guys on the other side of the room, yeah, as it sort of, like, digs into the wall aside them. Drazzy's got a chance here. What are you doing? I throw a dagger at him. Okay, very good. You do have magic missile, which... Natural one is what that is right there, so... That's a very bad throw. Yeah. You literally can't miss with magic missile. All right, I'm going to say, Duncan throws his hand next, Drazzy throws a dagger. They're both on mark, but they hit each other and they fall to the ground and just, like, slide out to the wall. So, yeah, you fucked it bad. The floor is, like... Dropping rapidly beneath you. It's probably about 10 feet beneath you now. Uh, so go ahead, back around to the top of this imaginary order. Jackson, what are you doing? <laughs> I guess I'd pull out the short bow I have. Give <laughs> <laughs> it a try. For the like, first the time, maybe like, all podcasts. Yeah, actually use a short. Yeah, go it, ahead. Yeah. Give, it a, give it a crack. Okay, like, like, plus disadvantage. Disadvantage. Okay, well, the first one is a two. But okay. let's see if I can't get a one. Yeah. <laughs> That was a 10. Yeah, wait, so, oh shit. <laughs> fuck it up again. Yeah. Advantage or disadvantage, you, you roll the dice, dice twice and either pick the better one or the worst one, depending on what it is. But he fucked it up. That's what you need to know. Uh, so now it's doing cast turn to try again. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> You've got another hand axe. Oh, oh, I've got my maneuvers. <laughs> okay. So, Gravitron maneuvers. Gravitron <laughs> maneuvers. No, okay, so it's part of my fighter class. I got maneuvers, one of which is precision. I can just add, I can just make myself better at hitting things. Yeah, dude, just, nice. Okay, go ahead. So, you throw in an axe. Um, oh, we should have stacked our bonuses. You should have, like, anyway. Should have, should have, should have. Yeah, so disadvantage, disadvantage. I'm whipping another hand axe. I, I think it's still got to be my best option. Yep. 12, 6. We're looking at 18. It's better than last Ooh. time. To try and bring it home, I'm going to add my precision, precision maneuver. 
uh, which is a D8. It's a three. It's not great. But that's 21, right? That's 21. 21 is a very good roll. I that's think Blackjack, three, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Blackjack it is. Uh, in fact, you, you hit the button with your hand axe, and then a robotic voice announces, that's Blackjack, baby. And then the Gravitron <laughs> comes to a halt. <laughs> and uh, you all fall off the wall, but because you fall 10 feet, you all take some damage. And you all take, oof, seven bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Whew. Getting chunky in here, guys. All right, wonderful. You're now sitting on the floor of this stone cylinder, and you can see a little panel, a stone panel door slides to the side, and there's a little corridor beyond it. And on the side of the corridor is a wood sign with a nice embossed gold lettering that reads, Treasure and prizes this way, for real this time. Go on and get it. (laughs) But it's also the only exit from the room. (laughs) Um... Do you want to maybe look for traps, Jody? I know you're very good at that. I'm not actually very good at looking for traps, but I'm perceptive. Yeah, go, um, go ahead and take a look down the corridor and give yeah. me a perception check to look for traps. Alrighty. I'm, I'm going to cast guidance on myself because I nice, can. Nice, nice. It's a little uh, bless up. It's okay. like a self-help spell. That <laughs> <laughs> is. It's just about self-belief, essentially. It's, it's really beautiful. Um, listen, these garbage rolls are really shitty. Um, Front half, all good rolls. Back half, yeah, all yeah. bad rolls. 8 plus 6 is 14, plus uh, D4. 1, so that's shit. But uh, 15 total? 15 Except total? Fucking hell. You don't see any traps, dude. What you see is a nice stone corridor moving away so from So different you. stone? Uh, so I could take my check again? It's the same stone, actually. It's exactly the same. Yeah. So there's no need for you to take my check again. It's very smooth. It's well yeah. cut. I still can't get a grip. You can't get a grip, dude. You just can't. It's then like... Khan gets a sense that all the stone in this place is the same. For the, <laughs> the... for the rest of this episode of the podcast, all stone is covered by that one check you already did. <laughs> I'm sorry, audience. I know you wanted another one. But... <laughs> we got to play the hits, all right? But we've only got time to play each of the hits yeah. once. <laughs> I guess we need to head down the yeah. corridor then. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Okay. You proceed down this stone corridor, and after a little while, you can see the corridor opens into another room, and you catch a glimpse of something that looks familiar. Why, it appears to be a treasure hoard that you once saw through a crystal orb. You can see piles of gold and rubies and gems and all manner of wonderful artifacts. Do you you proceed towards it with haste? I'd like to roll inside. Okay, yep, to see if you believe it's real or not. Actually, hang on, no, no. Jody turns to the sorcerer in our party. Like, Rosie, uh, do you think there's some sort of uh, illusion, illusory magics here, or something untoward? Josie's not actually very good at detecting magic. <laughs> I realise that as I said it, but yeah. um, but she takes your vote of confidence and she rolls with it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Go yeah. Go ahead yeah. and do an arcana. You've got guidance as well. Yeah, you've got guidance. Oh, nice. Well, oh no, it's intelligent. It's 19. Hey, 19 is one of the good numbers that yeah. you can roll. So I'm going to say with that, you don't get like a vibe that this is fake treasure. Like you think there's probably real treasure out here. It's probably like a whole whole bunch Does of magic. rubies? Yeah, rubies, dude. Yeah, rubies are precious stone. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> We should only do this live now. <laughs> Think of the time we'd say. <laughs> yeah, shit. Alright, uh, you don't know anything about rubies. Um, do you guys go towards the treasure that you don't think is fake? Yeah. Okay, 
You guys proceed down this corridor and you emerge into this room. And it is indeed, it looks similar to the room that you saw through the orb back in the winner's tent, back at Felicia's Fantastical Festival. Uh, and as you step into the room, an iron grate drops down behind you. And now you're trapped in this room. And another secret wall panel opens up. And a big flashing light atop says, Exit! After you take your treasure, of course. Well, yeah, what do you think you do? <laughs> I put my sword out. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad we got a visual for that. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard to visualize a man picking up a sword. I don't know how you do it usually on the podcast, but yeah. Usually Tom brings that, it's just for me. I sit there and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, just fucking pull me sword out. And I'm like, dude, you don't need to do it every time. Bad. Yeah. Sword out. Anyone? Yeah, I yep. guess at the ready. Yeah. Okay, so just standing ready. Nobody's going for the treasure. I will go for it. Okay, wonderful. So Jazzy's over there scooping some treasure into her bag, and after a few seconds of scooping and, and waiting, you hear a voice uh, again come th- to you through this sort of... You can't see any speakers or anything, uh, but you, you do hear a voice that you recognize. It's Felicia. And now i got to remember what she sounds like. Uh, <laughs> tell me if I get it wrong. And then she says, Ha ha ha, you fools! Usually all of you go for the treasure. You've shown admirable restraint, but... At least one of you is greedy enough to summon our master. And uh, she proceeds to say, You believe this was an actual carnival? How naive. What kind of carnival gives away shitloads of money in rubies? That's a thinly veiled premise if ever I've heard one. (laughs) No, you see, Felicia's fantastical festival is a front. We're no mere carnival folk. We're acolytes, devoted servants of a dark purpose. The festival serves as a proving ground. For our master wishes only to dine upon worthy foes, which you three have proved yourselves to be. Master, take these offerings that they may please you! And then the sign that says exit after you take your treasure goes away, and instead on the sign is just the word dragon. And then, coming out of the opening on the side of the room, is a big black dragon who says, Don't mind if I do. And you'd be mis- you wouldn't be mistaken to think this is the only dragon we've ever had on our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Wow. Usually I don't include them, it's just a bit of are fun we, for you guys. Are we also in a dungeon? Yeah, we're in a dungeon with a dragon! <laughs> Things that's, we- that, that's Jumanji, so game one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sucked into the microphones, go home, fuck off. Uh, yeah, roll initiative everybody, we're fighting a dragon for the first time in this game. I got a natural 20! Nice! Way to one-up my 19. Yeah, nice. So initiative is, we see who has the fastest reflexes to respond to the threat. Uh, Very was that 19? Uh, and, and plus two, so 21 all up. 21! Okay, and yours is plus what? Plus zero. Okay. Plus <laughs> <laughs> so despite the fact that Grace got the best roll she can, Tom still gets to go for... Should have brought a real sword with you. Yeah, a joke to Jody. 15. 15? Oh, that's slow for Jody. Jody's usually quicker on the draw. Listen, I've had a couple of beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm cool to drive. <laughs> uh, wonderful. All right. Well, in that case, it is Big DK. So in this room, you've got like, it's, a, it's just a big stone room. There's a mound of treasure on one wall. There's a door blocked by a D&D class size large Ooh. black dragon. What do so you do, is... buddy? Four times the size of a human being, roughly? Yes. And it's more a... than that. Yeah, it's a big... two, two, two like... Getting very Eight close times to the end the of the size? show, Thomas. Yeah, dude. Okay. okay. <laughs> you, you, you tell me about the size of the dragon, dude. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to picture it. Yeah, all right. Large Proceed. means nothing to a lot of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I am going to 
run up to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you with this one. I'm gonna hit it with my great sword. Dude, oh, I've <laughs> never done that before. Go ahead, give it a, give it a whack. Okay, first attack coming in hot. It's eleven plus my eight is nineteen to hit. Yeah, dude, you cleave into a gap in its scales and you see it sort of recoil. Go ahead and tell me how much damage it takes. I am going to use my menace maneuver, Ooh. slightly different from my precision one. This is where okay. I scare the dragon, and for some reason it makes it take more damage. Yeah, anyway. cool. It's psychic damage because it's scared of you. <laughs> it's like when a clown attacks you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Tyrakilical? Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. Um, I get to reroll that one because of my great weapon mastery. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you keep it on the same? Yeah, way? yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. Six, four, that's ten. Seven, that's seventeen. Plus four for my strength. That's... Wait, where was I? Twenty-one? Yeah, that's twenty-one. That's blackjack, baby! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the break, we were like, oh, what's the title of this live episode going to be? And I was like, it's, it's got to be Everything's Free at the Carnival, baby. But it's probably it's blackjack, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you'll, you'll see when it goes live. Uh, cool, you doing anything else, DK? You can my second again. attack! That's, you know, just being a fighter, doing yeah, my thing. Yeah, go on, do it. Ooh, seven. Um, that would be 15, that's probably... That's not gonna do it, I'm afraid, uh, and the next person to do things is Drasilia. I throw a dice... No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> How about some magic, sorcerer? Give me your d6s, it's oh, a nice. fireball! Okay. I've my fireball d6s. Yeah, yes. nice. Yes. Not, not How many do you need? Them? Eight. Um, yeah, I've got eight. Really classic You've got spell. eight? Oh, nice. You've seen the beginning of Stranger Things. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, this is the spell that. from yeah. the Stranger Things show that yeah, the kid yeah. does. It's that one. It's yeah. a big ball of fire. Keep it kind of sounds like we ad. have more fans than Stranger Things right I'd say now. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost right. certainly, right? Stranger Things? Like... We're going to get renewed for season two. Yeah, it's uh, a mere 21. Oh, all right. It's like that, baby! That's fucking absurd. <laughs> We were better at maths. I would always believe that, like, almost believe we'd like planned this. Yeah. yeah. Although we just like count cards a lot or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a real Rain Man thing. Uh, the dragon gets a chance to try and dodge the fire. Doesn't do a good job. So the dragon takes that twenty-one damage as a ball of fire erupts around its head. Next person to do things is the dragon. Who? Uh, oh, what does he have? Oh boy. All right. Uh, he lines you guys up, and I need you all to take. A, I believe it's a dexterity saving throw for me. No, no, no. As he spews acid breath out around you. <laughs> what the fuck? It's gonna be a twenty-three, oh, no. dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which means I take no damage. Uh, yeah, because you've got that special uncanny uh, cool dodge. What's everyone doing on the deck saves? Five. Seventeen. Oh, okay, so uh, Jody very quickly dives out of the way, as does Drazilia, but Duncan takes an acid breath to the face, and uh, yeah, he's, he's right in the line of fire, and uh, things are about to be bad for you, dude. I think they're going to hurt a lot. Uh, let me just quickly roll these dice, and then I can tell you exactly how bad, and if I keep talking, it won't look like I'm counting my dice. All right. Oh, that's not good. That's bad, actually, dude, is, is what it is. Oh, you're rolling again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's actually 32 acid. That's how much that is, DK. Uh, 32. Yeah. Fuck. Was that 57 half a hit? take oh, 32. Yeah. 25. Somebody do math for Tom! <laughs> He's patted it. You move on. I'm All right, great. Okay. Next <laughs> person to act is Jody. Give me them. Give me them attacks, dude. What are you doing here? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I use my concussive rod to attack it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I swing on down. Run up with that rod and hit him. Yep. First one is a twenty-two to hit. So the d eight 
plus five, so that's eight damage. Okay, uh, then big we... hits coming from Jody. Listen, okay, it's quantity, not quality for Jody. Okay, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I then use a martial strike, so I'll attack him again. Uh, that one is a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 doesn't hit, I'm afraid. That's okay, I'll attack him with my second action. Okay, cool. Um, you get like eight fucking attacks, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I really just yeah, line them all up. Yeah. Just roll them all and tell me how they do. Uh, that one is a 20 to hit. That will do it. I'm going to burn a key point to punch him twice more. Okay, wonderful. Give me them punches. Uh, that one's a 15, and that one is a 22. So two more hits. Yeah, those guys. So you run okay. over to it with your big fucking copper stick. And I guess you're just like hitting a big dragon with a copper stick. I mean, it might not seem as effective as a sword or a big ball of fire, but you know, it's a numbers game. And at least he gets to do it a couple of times. Yeah, you're saying stick just so we don't laugh at Rod again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, that's 19 damage. Okay, ooh, boy, all together? Yes, yes, okay. sir. Okay. Uh, all together. 19 damage is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I did damage before as well, so yeah, okay. just chill out on that. Um, and then if he could take a save. What um, kind, dude? Oh, look, one of them, let me tell you. Um, yeah, if, if he could take a con save. Okay, 23. Forget about it. Yeah, okay, don't worry yeah, about it. He, he tried to do a thing to the dragon, but he did a bad job. Uh, and now we're back around to the very speedy Duncan. Okay, so I've been a little bit stressed out uh-huh. by um, uh-huh. that damage, so I'm going to just lay everything on the line right now. Okay. So we're coming in first with one attack. Did you hit him with a 15 there? No. No. No? Or Ooh. 16. Oh, okay, no. So no power attacks. We're not going <laughs> okay. to get reckless, but we're coming in, one normal attack. That's going to hit. That's 18 plus 8. Yeah? Is yep. that hitting? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, sweet. Here we go. I'm going to burn another superiority die, which is my maneuver thing, for okay. more menace. Such a menace. <laughs> um, Just whatever's there, hey? 11. Yeah, I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> you won't let me grab the rocks, but I'll grab the ideas. Um, <laughs> I shit you not, it's 21 damage. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I added the wrong number. <laughs> Is it more or less than 21 damage? It's 17. Oh, no, Tom. Dude, they would never have known. He didn't have to tell them. Unlawful good. Okay, Jesus. All right, uh, is that... No, that was my first attack. Okay, okay, okay. Second attack. 19 plus, that's hitting. I don't think I can burn two superior diaries in a turn. I won't stop and check. Uh, 10 for 14. Oh, boy. Chunky hits coming from Donkey K. more fighter stuff. Action surge. Oof. I'm doing this all again. All right, dude. Two more attacks. <laughs> Six plus eight. That's not going to That's gonna not going to do it, I'm afraid. Final attack for the round. Six plus eight. That's not going to That's no, not blackjack, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's not blackjack. Never hit on a 14, dude. All right. Yeah. Um, wonderful. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, man. Uh, now, it's, now, it's, now it's Jazzy. What's up? Like, how much damage has he taken? Uh, a lot, actually. In fact, a 100 ones. So go ahead and, and, and tell me what you do about that. Um, okay, I twizzle my spell staff, point it at him, and it's going to be Blight, which is... Oof, um, that's violent. What does it do again? It makes him die. <laughs> it like, sure sucks all the energy yeah, out of him. Yeah. D8s. D8s? Oh no, he gets to take a concept, right? Oh no. Yep. What shapes are these? Any more? Just give me one more. Geometry. Grace printed out all those, all those spells because she's such a fucking 19. prepared person. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, 37 damage. Yeah, 37. But 
He saved on the con, so he only takes half that damage. Damn, so fuck it. But he's now looking, like, so you, you basically look at him and you point at him, and blight comes across his form, whatever that looks like. And he like just looks disease? like. Disease? Yeah, sick, I guess. Like, yeah. it's like, the kinda, black like I, think it, I think he, like, sucks the moisture out. Yeah, yeah, so he's, like, dry, oh. and he's got a little blanket and a cup of tea. He's looking, like, <laughs> looking a little under the weather as this blight rakes through his form. Uh, and then it's his turn. He lashes out at you, and he gets to do that a few times. So he lashes oh, no. once. Uh, at you, Duncan, with his bite, and 10 doesn't hit your AC. Nope. He lashes at Jody with his bite, and 12 doesn't hit your AC. He lashes at Drazilia with his tail, and does 15 hit your AC? Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, that's his claws, oh, well. not his tail. Yeah, good, goodbye. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> he rends you across the chest with his horrible claws, and you take 15 slashing damage. You shouldn't okay. have had the window open. <laughs> it's a clear target. Hey, wonderful. Uh, the next person next is my back around to Jody. This guy's looking bad. He's still wearing the little shawl and drinking his cup of tea as he swipes out with his claws because he's so under the weather. Alright. Jody fucking like holsters his concussive rod and is just like out of spite, just gonna punch the shit out of this dragon. <laughs> okay, sure, use no weapons, just yeah. punch it, I guess. Yeah, 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 okay, so here we go. One, that's not gonna do it. Uh, eight plus, uh, that's not gonna do it. It's okay. Um, 16 plus, so 24, that yeah, that'll, that'll do it. And then I'll build a key point for two more. 17, yep, plus, yep, yep that'll do it. And, uh, 9 plus 8, 17. No, so, 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 so two. Five attacks? Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of attacks, dude. That's a lot of punches. Um, All right, I want to paint the scene for you while Jacko rolls the damage. So Jody's fucking upset about the fact that I made fun of the damage that he did before. So he runs around the back of this sickly dragon, runs up its spiny tail, and punches it in the back of the skull a couple of times. Most of his fists don't penetrate its armor because it's a fucking dragon, but a couple of them succeed in doing so. How much damage are we talking about? Uh, 13, and then... Uh, 20. 20 damage. 20 damage altogether. Wait, no, 21 blackjack, baby. <laughs> Whether it is 20 or 21, as the second blow rains down out of your fist, you feel its neck rock forwards and the dragon slumps to the ground underneath you. That was surprisingly easy, except for the fact that Duncan nearly died. Uh, there you go, dude. You killed a dragon for we the first it. time on the podcast. They've literally never done that before. So. Well done. Okay, so you got this big pile of treasure. I'm going to say you guys can scoop up as much as you can carry if you'd like, and we'll figure out what that equates to in gems and gold later in the podcast. But you can fill your bags, and then you guys, like, the, sound, the sign now says exit again, now that the dragon is dead. So do you think you run out that way? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys run out of the only exit in the room, uh, and you quickly come to a dead end, which has another one of these little uh, orbs inside it, which you can see a picture of the carnival. But the carnival is now in disarray. You can see fucking carnival staff. Some of them are fleeing off into the woods. Some of them are just like wandering around in a daze as though a spell was put upon them and it's now broken. And a lot of the patrons are just kind of like trying to play games, but not really getting anywhere with the staff. And uh, yeah, the carnival's just kind of falling apart around them. What do you guys do? Well, I mean, that's what you get. We've got to touch the orbs. And headings, right? Like, <laughs> we touch the orb <laughs> you guys touch the orb and once again you're sucked back to reality now you're standing back inside the winner's tent but there's no guards and the flaps are wide open and as I said the carnival has dispersed you guys can proceed out you can see some of the stalls are abandoned questions? can we see any of the staff who are running it like fleeing? you can running into the woods can we chase them down and kill them? <laughs> you're lawful good <laughs> and they're bad people <laughs> But which ones are you targeting, Thomas? Half orcs. Half orcs. Okay, guys. Yeah, you can do that if you want to. I'm not gonna fucking. Where's Crom? I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to sit here and facilitate your weird race thing, but I will say this, and this might recur in the canon of the show. As you guys proceed through this rapidly abandoned carnival, you find, most troublingly, Felicia is nowhere to be found. And that's the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We've done it. We're going to go back to the record. Sorry, did you have something funny to say? Well, I was just going to say bye, Felicia, but you kind of chomped that flavor. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally been waiting for this, like, the whole time. See, if we were doing this on edit, I would have edited out me ending the show once and then left that joke in there, but we can't, so you all just watched it happen. Bye, audience, and bye, Felicia. Thank you. How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chappell, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsom. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com.